Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. We're going to address the comments this week from Drew Brees, the statement he made, the apology, the reaction by some teammates and other personalities in the sports world. Trey and I have some hard-hitting opinions and thoughts and maybe some ways to make things better. That's all happening on this episode of Sports Takes. Going to have a lot of fun with it. Again, please share this with your friends. Follow us on social media. You can connect with me. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're going to have some good, solid, hard-hitting conversation. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman right after this quick message. Stay tuned to Talking Sports with TK. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Tommy Chrysan about to be joined by Trey Blossman for another episode of Sports Takes, as I mentioned to you. And we got plenty to talk about today surrounding Drew Brees, the New Orleans Saints, and comments in all directions after his statement and apology earlier this week. And Trey and I have never been one to shy away from uh, topics, no matter what they are in the world of sports. And sometimes they cross lines into society. So that's what we got for you today. Please share this with all your friends. It's going to be hard-hitting, solid opinions from two guys that have been around a long time. Without any further ado, I say hello to Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you today? Doing great, Tommy. Happy for, happy for the weekend, even though I don't know what day of the week it generally is anymore. Yeah, I think it's Friday, and Louisiana <laughs> has moved to phase two, whatever the heck that means. Except, except for New Orleans. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, it's such so much inconsistency. It's, it, it's crazy and absurd, in my opinion, but, you know, there are people smarter than me that are making these decisions, so we'll go with it. But, Trey, as I mentioned uh, earlier this week, Drew Brees was, was doing an interview with Yahoo Finance uh, and, you know, was asked a question about, you know, Colin Kaepernick and kneeling on the flag and his thoughts on all that. And he expressed his thoughts and his opinion, which he has said a few years ago when that all started, made reference to his grandfather's fighting in the war and felt that, you know, he should, didn't, shouldn't disrespect the flag or kneel down during the anthem. He would always stand with his hand on his heart and, you know, and respect the anthem, uh, respect the flag, which is what we were all raised to do. And, boy, did it cause a, a firestorm, a, a hurricane, if you will, pardon the pun, of comments in all directions from, you know, NBA players such as LeBron James to, you know, Fox uh, News personalities like Laura Ingram. Everybody's been talking about this thing for three, four days. Now, within 24 hours, Drew Brees issued an apology for perhaps missing the mark or not fully understanding everything. He was severely criticized by a couple of teammates. They now have said they accept his apology. 
It begs a lot of questions such as can this Saints team get past this and play championship football come September? Will this wreck the locker room? Lots of things. And me and you want to kick it around. So I'll let you, I've been babbling here. I'll let you talk about your reaction to everything that's transpired with Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Well, Tommy, first and foremost, Drew didn't say anything that he needed to apologize for. I I was disappointed when he apologized. Drew Brees' comment was patriotic. It was not in the least bit racist. There was no racial connotation whatsoever to what he said. And as usual, the bullies on the left demand what they want. They demand that you conform to the way that they want you to think or they beat you up. And we see this repeatedly from those on the left. And those that attacked Drew most certainly are from the left. I thought his comment stood on its own. I understood it. He didn't try to say anything by parsing words. He was very direct with what he said. And again, it had absolutely nothing to do with race. Ironically, black quarterback Dak Prescott came out yesterday and said he would never kneel during the anthem either. Uh, Bravo for Dak. Drew, continue to speak your mind and don't let the bullies force you into apologizing for anything. And Hall of Famer and one of the greatest NFL players ever, Jim Brown, also said he would never disrespect the flag in any way, shape, or form. So they didn't get vilified, as did Drew Brees. And, you know, I when it, I read his comment, I read it again, and I went, you know, piece by piece through it. And I'm like you. I, I think it was a patriotic comment, um, you know, but the left tied it back to, you know, what Kaepernick did. And here's something that I summarized. I was walking yesterday, listening to a little Bob Dylan and walking in the neighborhood. And this kind of, I got reminded of what I'm about to say. You know, one thing that doesn't happen enough in this world is, is for people to listen, you know, listen what someone's saying and not be thinking about what you're going to say next. And I have come to learn through years of experience, you and I are basically the same age, that, Actions are more important than words. It's one thing to say something. It's another thing to do it. Well, I think Drew Brees' actions over the years speak for themselves. The money he's donated, the foundation, the things he's helped. He's helped a a local high school all-star football game in Baton Rouge that I've announced on TV for over 15 years now. For many years, it it was sponsored by his foundation, giving these young student athletes an opportunity to have an all-star game and and maybe get a chance at college. And I I couldn't make a long list of all the things he's done. Now, I'm sure Michael Thomas has done things, his actions. I'm sure Malcolm Jenkins, who really vilified Drew Brees, I'm sure he's done some things. I'm not aware of them, and if if I become aware of them, I'll applaud that. But Drew Brees' actions – or what's important to me, anybody's actions, Dak Prescott, Jim Brown, you know, uh, Michael Thomas. I want to know what their actions, what are you doing about it instead of what are you saying about it? It's easy to say something. It's much more important to me, much more reflective of who you are when you do something. And I'm just surprised that Breeze is taking the heat that he's taking. It wouldn't surprise me if he called a press conference and said, I'm retiring. 
see y'all. I'm going to go deal with my family and my business ventures, and I don't care if I ever throw another football again. But, uh, and again, I'm not apply, implying that that would happen, but I, I would not be surprised if it did because I don't think he deserved the backlash that he got. And I, I'm like you. I don't think he should have apologized for anything. If anything else, he could have just maybe worded what he wanted to say differently and included the fact that he still understands that there, there could be issues in the country that need to be addressed and he's willing to help address them and have an action behind the words. You know, that, that that's what's important to me. Well, Tommy, not only is Drew Brees one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL, he's one of the greatest humanitarians to ever be an NFL player. He is a solid citizen. He's one of the best citizens of New Orleans. He's one of the greatest citizens of the state of Louisiana. He's done a whole lot for many people. He's self-made. His mother was an alcoholic when he was growing up. He's overcome a lot of things. Colin Kaepernick was adopted by uber-rich white parents. He has led a charmed life, if you will. He's a phony. He's a faker. He's an attention whore. That's all he is. Drew Brees is a great man. When I saw Malcolm Jenkins almost crying in that video he released, my initial thought was, I'm sorry they brought this guy back to New Orleans. He could foment trouble on the team. And hopefully Drew's apology has gotten over this. I, I, I would expect Drew and Michael Thomas could make their peace, but uh, Malcolm Jenkins is a potential trouble spot on this football team. Yeah, he's a pretty good football player, but at this point in time, I wish they had not signed him. And, you know, Sean Payton's been known to move people out of the locker room that he doesn't like in the locker room. I'll just say it like that. And, and uh, he hasn't said anything through this, and that's probably a good thing. Just sit back, let the dust settle. But I'm going to defer to Sean Payton where he, you know, and I'm not saying Malcolm Jenkins will be on the team when they start playing or not. But I'm going to let Sean Payton handle that how he sees fit. And uh, we'll see. I mean, it's all grown men. You know, look, I got some dear friends. There's another thing I was thinking about when I was walking. I got some very close friends, people I've been friends with for 40 years. Okay. And we disagree politically. Okay. They don't like a president, I do, and vice versa. But we don't talk about it, okay? We talk about golf, or we talk about baseball, or football, or things like that. We kind of just know not to go there, because one way to stop racism is to stop talking about it. Quit talking about it. Don't call somebody a black man. Just call him a man. Don't call him a white man. Don't call him Asian, Mexican, whatever you Just say, hey, that, that's a guy. That's a girl. That you know, Respect them for calling by their name. If you don't know their name, hey, what's your name? I want to I want to call you Trey. I want to call you Tommy. I want to call you John, whatever it might be. You know, but as long as we keep talking about racism, it's never going to go away. Does it exist? Absolutely. 100%. So again, we need actions to do something about it. You know, I said this when Colin Kaepernick first took a knee. Wrong time for your message. You know, cuz P even if it was incorrectly viewed as disrespecting the flag, he claims that they have nothing to do with the flag. Okay, well, then you can afford it. Buy a half hour worth of TV, form a coalition, and you guys do something about 
the cause that, you know, that there's this systemic racism that that's the new narrative. Do something about it, you know, correct things in communities that you live in or that you grew up in, you know, and, and, and I will say this, I've, I've learned that Kaepernick has given money to some worthy causes over the years, and he is to be applauded for that. But again, when you kneel during the national anthem, I think people are not going to get your message that you want them to get because they're going to view it as disrespecting the flag or disrespecting the national anthem. Yeah, all good points, Tommy. Good points. You know, but, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, we're a bunch of grown-ups, and people disagree. And I would suggest to, to those listening to this podcast, listen to your friends more or listen to people that you respect when they have an opinion. And, you know, my opinion's been changed about things in the sports world in the 30-plus years I've been doing this. Most notably, I used to think, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Now I don't think he should be anywhere near it because I learned more about everything that happened when he bet on baseball and the investigation from Major League Baseball. Once I learned more, I changed my opinion. I did a complete 180 on whether or not he should be in the Hall of Fame. So I think the same thing with this whole racism. Learn more about it and have some actions behind your words to try to make a difference. That's, that's kind of what America was built on anyway, is, is make a difference. Well, Tommy, I don't know if you ever watch CSI New Orleans. It's one of the two regular shows that I watch on television. The character, Dwayne Pride, the lead actor, he always tells his people, learn things. Learning is good. More knowledge is good. Less knowledge is bad. Being ignorant is bad. Be educated. Know what's going on around you. Uh, and, and in today's world with the internet, there's nothing you can't find out. You don't, you know, right. in the old days, you had to drive down to the library and look for a book, you know, or you had to <laughs> hope they addressed a topic on, on a certain show. Now there's nothing you can't uncover in less than an hour on the internet, if not quicker, if there's something you want to learn, like you said, learn about it. Read, you know, Trey, you've heard me say this before. There are numerous sports writers, national people who I disagree with 99% of the time. However, I read their stuff front to back because I think it's good to see both sides of something to help me formulate my opinion or my thought. And like I said, my my thoughts been changed a couple of times in 30 plus years of doing this. Uh, So same thing with this whole racism thing. Read, learn, listen. And then maybe something good can happen. But I think unless you stop talking about it, it's not going to go away. No, well, the racial issue's not going to go away. I don't think it's ever going to go away. And the reason for that is because many people use it as a tool, okay? Uh, Those, many of those who cry out about racism are the biggest racists I've ever encountered, Uh, Al Sharpton is a racist. Jesse Jackson is a racist. Barack Obama was a racist. Yeah, plenty of white racists too, you know. Uh, Growing up as a kid here in the South, I knew the name of the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. I I knew who he was. That's just the way things were. But in my family, some of the best people I knew growing up were the African-American women who worked for my family. They were strong people. 
They were family to us. Right. So I, I wasn't raised to be a racist like right. many people. I'll tell you this, living on the North Shore all my life, the biggest racist I knew as a kid were the kids that were boarders at St. Paul's that had grown up in the city, a world away from the childhood. The I had. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, well, we're insulated over here. But, uh, I, you know, I don't endorse racism of any kind. It's ugly. We need to put it in the rearview mirror and leave it behind us. But as I said, there are those that won't let it go because they use it to their advantage. Well, and one other thing on this that I have in my notes here, and I don't want to use the word statute of limitations, but, you know, sometimes it's easy to say something two, three, four years down the road. Why don't you say it when it occurred? And I'm going to use the Texas State basketball situation. There's a couple of former players that have come out and said the coach used some, you know, some very racial uh, connotations. And I read them and they were uh, three, four years ago. And I get it. If you're a college kid, you don't want to speak up because you want to play college basketball. You don't want to kicked off the team or, or whatever. I, I understand that. But if it's really a problem, it should have been addressed at that particular moment. You know, and maybe that would help curb future problems if people would talk about it when things occur and not say, well, you know, four years ago, this guy told a joke, you know, like Jake Fromm that, Georgia quarterback with the Buffalo Bills. Somebody unearthed a, a tweet that he sent out last year about, you know, elite white people. And, you know, now he's apologizing for it. Uh, you know, there, there should be some type of window of, you know, if, if you see racism or you experience it, speak now, not not five years down the road. Absolutely. Uh, call it for what it is. Identify it. Uh I hope something good comes of all of this, Tommy, but uh, the country's in a real bad spot right now. We have feckless leaders in major cities that will not do what they need to do to call these riots. If you're out there and you're peacefully protesting and somebody around you starts throwing bottles at police officers, get the hell out of there. Leave. Go home. It's turning ugly. It's no longer peaceful. There are people out there that are manipulating the peaceful protesters to cause trouble. There's a lot of young people that are angry that are easy to rile up. Uh, if you're out there and it starts getting ugly, nothing good's going to happen. Your message will be lost. Go home. Try it again another day. Uh, I understand, Tommy, from very good authority and I just watched a video shortly before we started recording this, recorded by a friend of mine driving through New Orleans downtown where and warehouse district. You'd be amazed at the number of places that are boarding up windows. I've been told that there are a bunch of young people, 18 to 30, coming to New Orleans this weekend. They've been checking into the hotels they're intent on causing trouble, and they want there to be violence in New Orleans this weekend. I've been told this by some friends in law enforcement. Uh, there's been a lot of chatter, if you will. I heard this yesterday afternoon. They're expecting trouble in New Orleans. If you're in the city, stay in your home this weekend. 
Well, and it's no secret that this is all about to happen. Hopefully the governor will bring in the National Guard or bring in the military or, or do what's necessary to let people protest in an orderly fashion. Uh, but the minute it crosses the line of an orderly fashion, you start destroying property and putting people's lives in danger. Those people need to be arrested instantly and locked up uh, without question. Uh, I've read it as going to be an attempt to burn down the French Quarter, you know, hundreds of years old of, of history and, and whatnot. Uh, there, there's going to be an attempt to burn the French Quarter down. And the French Quarter is not that big of an area. Square no, footage it's, not, it's not. It's and not. so there's going to be an attempt to burn down the French Quarter this weekend. And I hope the governor can't, he, the mayor in New Orleans is non-existent as far as I'm concerned. They, you know, we don't need to get into that right now. Hopefully they are prepared for what is rumored to be happening. And I hope the rumors are all incorrect, but we'll have to wait and see. Well, anyway, Trey, as we wrap this up, uh, hopefully something good will come out of all this stuff. I'm tired of the destruction and the, and whatnot, but, uh, you know, uh, let, let's make a positive out of this in some kind of way. If, if there's an orderly protest to get a message out, that's fine, but make sure it it conforms with the word orderly or, or there's, there's no property damage or human lives at, at risk. And Trey, we'll get together early next week with another podcast. Maybe we get back into the sports world uh, talking about the NBA or MLB or college football and all the other things that are uh, seeming to, to get back closer to the headlines. Well, look, let's hope so. Uh, any return to anything that we view as normal is good for us all at this point. In time. And there will be a pro PGA golf tournament next week uh, over in Texas. So uh, we, we'll, we'll see uh, what all transpires. And you and I will do this beginning part of next week. And once again, we, we ask people to please share this podcast with all your friends. Share it on social media and uh, we can go from there. Trey, you have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk first part of next week. All right, Tommy. Thank you.